Shalom and praise God. I want to welcome you to our uh, Bible study and uh, I want us to pray as we begin. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we want to thank you for this good opportunity that you've given us to meet together and even to share from your word. We're praying for your revelation. We're praying for your counsel. The Lord God Almighty, you reveal uh, the mysteries that are in your word to us. The Lord, even as uh, we learn uh, more from you, O God, we will be uh, not just hearers of the word, but we will be doers of the word. So help us even as uh, we go through this session that you read us and guide us by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we have prayed and believed. Amen. My name is Joseph Geshuru, and uh, I have uh, been taking uh, us through the book of Ephesians. Uh, we have finished the first two chapters, uh, that's chapter 1 and 2. And uh, the last time uh, we met on uh, this platform, uh, we were looking at the last part of uh, Ephesians 2. And uh, we were seeing how Christ has brought peace uh, by removing the war of austerity that was there between the Jews and the Gentiles. And I would say, indeed, uh, uh, between every tribe and nation, that uh, believers can all be one people. And uh, so uh, Christ has brought us all together uh, through the blood of that uh, he shared on the cross and he's brought uh, a new uh, dispensation uh, where there is one body of all believers and uh, we are being built up uh, on the foundation of apostles and prophets with Jesus being the cornerstone so that we can become a dwelling place for God's Holy Spirit. That's why the word of God tells us that uh, we are the holy temple of the Lord. This, we are the dwelling of the Holy Spirit. Uh, we who are believers. So today, uh, we start on uh, the book of Ephesians uh, uh, 3. And uh, we will uh, tackle the first 13 verses. So uh, we'll do a quick read. And then uh, we will... Uh, uh, later on expound uh, on some of the truths that are found here. So uh, Ephesians uh, uh, 3, I will read from uh, the New King James Version, uh, verse 1. For this reason, I, Paul, <coughs> the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for you Gentiles, if indeed you have heard of the dispensation of grace of God, which was given to me for you how that by revelation he made known to me the mystery as i have briefly written already by which uh, when you read you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of christ which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men as it is has now been revealed by the spirit of his holy apostles and prophets that uh, the gentiles should be uh, just one minute uh, the gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body and partakers of his promise in christ 
through the gospel, of which I became a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given to me by the effective working of his power. To me, who am less than the rest of all the saints, this grace was given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, and to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the ages have been hidden in God who created all things uh, through Christ uh, Jesus Christ to the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places according to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in him. Therefore, I ask that you do not lose heart at my tribulation for you, which is your glory. Amen. Uh, so, uh, Paul uh, is uh, uh, in most of uh, uh, what we have read talking about the mystery that has been revealed. And I would, uh, if I would give a title to today's sharing, uh, I would uh, give it the title, The Mystery uh, Revealed. Uh, he starts first one by saying, for this reason. And uh, he's uh, referring to what he has uh, been talking about uh, in chapter 1. Uh, and the, re the main reason uh, that he's uh, talking about is uh, because he's been preaching that uh, uh, Gentiles and, and uh, believing Jews are joint heirs. Uh, so it is for that reason that uh, I, Paul, am a prisoner of Christ Jesus for you Gentiles. So he is in prison because of the message that he has been preaching. And uh, this message has been for the Gentiles. Uh, so if you look at uh, what happened uh, to Paul uh, in the book of Acts, he was arrested in the temple. I think it should be from uh, chapter 20 thereabout. He was arrested in the temple with the accusation that he was teaching against the law of Moses, telling Jews not to circumcise their children and not walk according to the customs of uh, the Jews. Uh, he was also accused that he had de defiled the temple by bringing Greeks or Gentiles into the temple. And this is because he had been seen with an Ephesians named Trophimus uh, uh, in the city. He hadn't been seen in the temple, but because he had been seen with uh, this Gentile uh, from uh, Ephesus, uh, then they thought he had taken him to the temple, though he hadn't. And uh, uh, these people uh, actually wanted to kill him. Uh, they would actually have killed him through mob justice. Uh, wasn't it for the commander of the garrison at Jerusalem who sent uh, soldiers uh, who took him from them and took, uh, 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 took him to the barracks. So it was because of the Gentiles, because of the work that he was doing for Christ Jesus, that he was a prisoner. And uh, 
he did not treat himself as a prisoner of the Romans. He said, I am a prisoner of Christ Jesus for you, the Gentiles. So he appreciated very well the reason he was in prison. Uh, if he had not met Jesus uh, on the way to Damascus, and uh, if Jesus had not given him this commission to uh, go to the Gentiles, he would not have gone to prison. So it is for the Gentiles. And uh, also by him saying that he was a prisoner of uh, Jesus, he acknowledged that uh, Jesus was in control. And so one thing we need to learn is that as we are in ministry, we may come across uh, a difficult situation. And uh, when we recognize that this is for Jesus, then it gives us strength. We acknowledge it is for Christ and he is in control. And even Jesus, when he was being crucified, he recognized the fact that uh, it was because of the Father's will that he was going through uh, the crucifixion. And uh, this was uh, in John, you can see this in John 19, verse 10 to 11, uh, when uh, uh, Pilate uh, was telling him uh, uh, that he has the power to release him. Uh, first ten. Then Pilate said to him, Are you not speaking to me? Do you not know that I have power to crucify you and power to release you? Jesus answered, You could have no power at all against me unless it had been given from you from above. Uh, therefore, the one who delivered me to you has the greater sin. So, uh, Christ, uh, uh, even though Pilate was talking to him before, and uh, he could not respond. When uh, he talked about uh, him having power over him, uh, Jesus Christ had to come strong and tell him he has no power over him. It is just what he has been given. And uh, uh, in uh, verse 2, uh, we are seeing uh, Paul describing himself as a steward. He says uh, uh, he's a steward of, the, of God, grace, and mercy. And what we need to know is that a steward manages on behalf of another. He or she is entrusted with a responsibility by somebody else, but for the sake of others. And uh, Paul recognized that uh, the truth that he had received, uh, he was holding it in trust. It, is, it was a stewardship uh, given to him for the people of God, and equally for you. When God reveals certain truth, it is not for you alone. It is for the benefit of uh, the body of Christ. Uh, you, don't, you should not monopolize the truth. You can imagine if at this time when we have coronavirus, if somebody discovered the cure and he just kept himself, he would be a wicked person. And uh, this word that uh, we have, the Bible, as we read it, God will reveal certain truths. Let's not sit with this truth. It is for the body of Christ. First uh, Corinthians 4, 1 to 2 says, So then let us who minister uh, be regarded as servants of Christ and stewards or trustees or administrators of the mysteries of God that he shows to reveal. In this case, moreover, 
it is required or and is as essential and demanded of stewards that one can be found faithful and trustworthy let us be found faithful and trustworthy of uh, the stewardship we have in uh, the things god has revealed to us okay now i said uh, our topic is about uh, the mystery being revealed what was this mystery that had not been disclosed to mankind uh, before but now has been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets uh, we find this in in fast six it is this that the gentiles are now joint heirs with the jews and members of the same body and joint partakers that means they are sharing in the same divine promise in christ jesus through their faith in the good news of salvation now you may wonder we've always known this why is this being reflected as a mystery but you just need to reflect on the events uh, of uh, the church uh, from the time uh, Jesus, uh, before Jesus and even after Jesus. If you look at uh, uh, Jesus, uh, he was born in a Jewish uh, family uh, and uh, he went mainly to the Jews, actually all his disciples were Jews and uh, so you can see even for people like uh, Peter and the other apostles they mainly first uh, preached to the Jews it was only later that uh, they started now going to the other nations and uh, we can see even a good example when uh, Canaan, in Matthew 15 verse 22 to 28 will not read because of time but uh, there was a Canaanite woman uh, whose daughter was possessed by a demon, a demon. and uh, uh, Jesus uh, said uh, that uh, in verse 26 it is not uh, fair or appropriate to take the children blood and throw it to the pet dogs and uh, she uh, she, she, actually in the earlier verse, in verse 22, I was commissioned by God and sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. I think maybe that's the more important verse, that uh, even Jesus had been sent to the lost sheep of Israel. And, uh, but uh, he still, because of her faith, he still uh, cast out the, dem the demon out of uh, uh, the daughter. Uh, because of her faith, but uh, it is Jesus himself uh, commenting that he was sent to the lost sheep of Israel. And uh, uh, even though uh, Abraham had been told uh, through him all nations will be blessed, uh, we had not come to that dispensation when uh, uh, the faith would go out of uh, the Jewish community. And uh, this is now the mystery uh, that was uh, revealed to Paul and had not been revealed before, but it was revealed to him in a very clear way. And uh, this is what has actually landed him in prison as he, he is praising this. And what happened? Uh, there was a dispensation where uh, we had just uh, the holy nation. 
And now a new dispensation is coming. And why is this new dispensation is coming? Uh, the people to whom Jesus went, the lost sheep of Israel, they disowned him and rejected him even before Pilate. Uh, even Pilate wanted to release him, but they said, no, uh, release Barnabas. They rejected him. They crucified him. And uh, because they have rejected him, uh, now a new dispensation has come where these uh, good news are going to people outside. And uh, we can see uh, Paul describing this very well in uh, the book of Romans, uh, uh, we, uh, chapter 11, uh, verse 11. So I say, have this tabard so as to fall? Certainly not. By their transgression, that is the rejection of the Messiah, salvation has come to the Gentiles to make Israel uh, jealous when they realize what they have forfeited, forfeited. Now, if Islam's transgressions means leashes for the world at large, and their failure means leashes for the Gentiles, how much more their fulfillment and restatement be? But if some of the branches were broken off, and you Gentiles, being like a wild olive shoot, were grafted in among them to share with them the rich root of the olive tree, do not boast over the broken branches and exhort yourself at their expense. If you do boast and feel superior, remember that it is not you who support the root, but the root that supports you. You will say then, branches were broken off so that I might be grafted in. That is true. They were broken off because of their unbelief. But you stand by your faith. Uh, that is, as believers understanding the truth of Christ's deity. Do not be conceited, but rather stand in great awe of God and fear of him. So uh, I, I won't go into more of this, but you can uh, uh, read that whole chapter. But uh, it talks about how the salvation has come to the Gentiles uh, because uh, the Jews uh, rejected it. And uh, now what happened was, it was not that they were left out, but then they were put in equal footing together with the Gentiles. And that's why there's now a new body made up of uh, Jews, uh, believing Jews, not all the Jews, believing Jews and uh, uh, believing Gentiles. It now does not matter. Uh, we have all been made one. But... Uh, uh, we should not boast about this because uh, we it's like we have been grafted. Uh, we have been adopted. You remember we are looking at this, uh, I think, uh, in chapter 1. We have been adopted. We are not true sons, but we have been adopted, but we have received uh, all the rights of uh, sonship. So uh, this is the mystery uh, that we are talking about. And uh, 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 Paul continues to break it down. Uh, so you see a lot of uh, focus on uh, this mystery, that Gentiles are fellow heirs with the Jews, same body with the Jews. They are partakers of his promise. 
And uh, he's trying to show how this uh, revolutionary it is. It is unprecedented. It was unimaginable in those days. Today we may not see it that way. But in those days, it was unimaginable that uh, Jews and Gentiles will be together worshiping God. Uh, these were people who had no access to God. But now the Gentiles are on equal footing with the Jews. They are heirs. They are equally blessed. They are insiders. They have equal privileges in the gospel. So this is the mystery. And uh, uh, this uh, verse 1 to 13 uh, focuses uh, mainly on uh, uh, this ministry, uh, this mystery. And Paul talks about uh, uh, his special ministry to the Gentiles. And uh, so he was given that special ministry. And I believe all of us have a special ministry. Uh, you may have a ministry, like to, uh, today I was in some training, and I met a, a, a lady there who told me uh, she knows that God has, has called her to mentor the teens, and that's what she has been doing. And uh, she feels so sad when she sees teens going astray. That is her special ministry. So for you listening to me, what is your special ministry? It may not be to go to uh, the, the, a particular tribe, but it may be a special ministry to minister to a particular group. And uh, once you are identified, you'll be able to do everything uh, uh, to pursue that ministry. In verse 8, he, uh, we see the harbourness of Paul. He says, I am the least of all the saints. Can you imagine how much he was doing? And he's saying, I am the least of all the saints. That's his true humility. He did not consider that he's so big. Yeah, But uh, you can also understand uh, uh, why he was looking at himself that way. If you remember the way as a Pharisee he persecuted the Christians before he was converted, uh, surely he can see that he was not the natural choice uh, because of that background. But God, uh, uh, by his grace, uh, which is unmerited favor, shows him and gave him this mission to the Gentiles. He did not deserve, uh, given his past, but God, by his grace, just decided to choose him. And uh, equally, we find ourselves in places where we do not deserve. Let's know it is by grace. Let's not boast about it. It is by grace. And God's grace is for a purpose. And uh, if you look at Paul, he talks about uh, God's grace in verse 2. Uh, assuming that you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace that was entrusted to me to share with you for your benefit, verse 7, of this gospel, I was made a minister by the gift of God's grace given me through the working of his power. And uh, uh, verse 8, to me, though I am the very least of all the saints or God's people, this grace, which is undeserved, was graciously given uh, to proclaim to the Gentiles the good news of incomprehensible riches of Christ. That is the spiritual wealth which no one uh, can fully understand. So we need to appreciate that uh, grace is for a purpose. 
Are you looking for the grace of God in your life? What is the purpose? That What is it that you are doing for God so that the grace of God can be upon you? Uh, when you have grace, you have power. And so as uh, we see God for his grace, let's be there doing something for God. Paul was given this grace to proclaim uh, the good news to the Gentiles and to talk about the incomprehensible leashes of Christ. And then uh, as we come to uh, wide up, we are seeing in verse 10 about how we have access to the Father. Uh, verse 12, in whom we have boldness and confident access through faith in him. That is, our faith uh, gives us sufficient courage to freely and approach God through Christ. And uh, uh, in chapter 2, we were looking at uh, when uh, uh, Jesus uh, died on the cross and the curtain was torn from bottom to, uh, from top to, to bottom. It was torn into two, thereby exposing the holy of holies, uh, which people would never have seen. And uh, that signifies that all of us have access to the holy of holies. We can boldly and confidently access God. And he's told us to come through Christ, uh, who, uh, uh, um, uh, who sacrificed on the cross for us. And uh, finally, he says in verse 13, that uh, uh, they should... So I ask you not to lose heart at my suffering on your behalf, for they are your glory and honor. He's saying they should not worry about what is happening to him because he's suffering. And of course, even as they read this letter, they see he's writing it in prison. But he's telling them, take courage. Do not worry. Uh, it is all in God's heart. And even this will turn out for your good. And uh, in the book of uh, uh, Second uh, Corinthians, uh, you see that uh, uh, Paul in uh, chapter 12, uh, from uh, uh, verse uh, 9 to 10, he had talked about uh, uh, in verse 10, so I'm pleased, well pleased with weakness, with insults, with distress, with persecutions, and with difficulties for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak, uh, then I am strong. Uh, so when he is weak in the, in the humanly way, then he is strong. He is truly powerful because his drawing are from God's strength. So even when he is in this very difficult situation in prison, uh, it's a weak situation. But this is when the power of God is coming. And we can see how that power made him uh, write uh, uh, many books uh, uh, to uh, many churches. I mean, I, you can imagine uh, how some people would be in prison. They would be there in self-pity. But because of the way he had grown in God, for him, uh, he knew he's there in God's purpose. And he continued to fulfill the purpose of God even when he was incarcerated uh, in jail. So I would want us uh, uh, to take it that uh, we are in ministry for God 
And whatever situation we are going through, uh, uh, let, uh, let us uh, know that uh, we can still fulfill the purpose of God. And uh, it should not be a situation that uh, will make us lose heart. It should not be a situation that will glorify, uh, uh, will, will, uh, uh, will make us uh, feel that uh, we are suffering. But uh, we endure for the Lord, knowing that it is uh, God uh, who is with us, and his, patient, his mission continues regardless of wherever we are. Whether we are in hospital, whether we are in prison, whether we are in the desert, wherever we are, we are in the ministry of Christ. In every place you are, even where you work, in the business, you are there for Christ. It doesn't matter what you are going through, where you are, you are there for Christ. And uh, uh, let Christ be glorified and honored in the work that you are doing and in the interactions that you are having with the people. So let's come before God in prayer as we close. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for your word uh, this day, O oh God. We thank you that uh, uh, you are telling us about uh, the mystery that has been revealed, that uh, we, together with the believing Jews, are heirs of the kingdom, we have access to you, uh, that uh, we have an inheritance in you, that we have uh, direct access to you. This never used to be, but you revealed this mystery to Paul, and uh, we are beneficiaries of this revelation, that, Lord, we are able to access you, we are able to walk in faith, we are able to see the power, uh, your power flowing in our lives, that, Lord God Almighty, uh, you revealed this, and you're going to continue even to reveal other things uh, to your people, O oh God. Father, we are praying in the name of Jesus that you will help us, uh, that uh, we will continue to study your word and uh, to prove faithful, even as Paul was, O oh God. The Lord, we will bring praise and glory to you, even as you reveal your mysteries, and we are able to share these mysteries with others, O oh God. So help us, uh, be with us, even uh, for uh, the rest uh, of the week, and help us, O oh King of glory, that we may be faithful to the calling that we have in you. This uh, we pray, trusting and believing in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.